Hey guys, welcome back to Young and Save with Daniel Hebron. Thank you for joining in last week to listen to my first podcast ever. And I really appreciate the love and the support that I got last week. And I hope this week it's two times or more better than last week. So, um... For those of you that are new to Young and Saved, um, this is a podcast for anyone who knows God or someone who doesn't or a new Christian or anything of that sort. And you love to find out more about God and get to know who he is and actually change for him or for someone who feels like you know i want to understand what this religion is all about and is still skeptical about it and everything is for everyone who is interested in christianity those who have ears to listen so um that is what young and saved is all about it's not a forced method for you to listen to this you listen to it because it's your choice and, and because it's something that you want to do and, and because you're a young person and you like to know but then i'm not limiting anyone from any age group right everyone is welcome right so um from last week we learned the definition of christianity and we learned that in accordance to the encyclopedias that i used which were britannica and wikipedia we learned that christianity focuses on the life of jesus christ and that everything we do is in the teachings and that the um, that christianity predicted um the coming of jesus in the old testament and that he did come in the new testament and that everything we do is based on the new testament and that um there is one god and there is a divine godhead which consists of three parts which is the father who is god himself the son which is jesus christ and the holy spirit so these are the things that we learned last weekend as well that there are 2.4 or somewhere there um billion followers of christianity so that means two sevenths of the world that i really don't know how to say the word seventh seventh (laughs) yeah you know the fraction so yeah that two points uh, that two out of seven of the population of the world are christians but then i disagreed with the fact that not all of them follow christ others just follow christianity as a religion others just do it because they have to others are forced others those don't really like christianity others like it's a mixed up situation so followers of christ are more likely to be less than um the christians right there are christians there are a lot of christians but there are few followers of christ so that is something that i said and then um from the bible we got a definition um which came from five scriptures if i'm not wrong let me just confirm one two three four five so yeah um we learned that um jesus is the way the truth and the life and one can come to god except through jesus christ so jesus said he is the life and from the encyclopedias we learned that yeah jesus is alive and and also we learned that um jesus stays the same forever he never changes he's the same as he was yesterday and is the same as he is today and he'll never change so tomorrow is going to be the same jesus christ that you knew from yesterday and from right now so um 
that that is something that we also learned about christianity and that as christians we do not really get into those philosophies that were taught by men or things that people teach us that we do not just adapt to what people say or become like modernized because people like saying christianity is an old religion why do we base our lives on an old book but that's not how it works because jesus is the same right so if he's the same that means there is nothing that has to change but people are looking for change and change and change and change and change but then yeah what change are you looking for honestly it's not like you went and bought a coke and you paid ten dollars for something that cost two dollars and you're waiting for eight dollars so i've decided to introduce puns and i know that was a terrible joke intentionally so expect oh just to keep you guys engaged and enjoying this because i really don't know how to do this so i'm doing my best so yeah if you cringe with me i'm grateful because this is really tough but yeah i'm grateful for everything that you guys are doing for me so basically that's what we learned yesterday and then um the last week i mean and another thing that we learned is like what i say that two point four billion is not really accurate in the sense that not everyone actually follows god others just follow the world and try to mix the world with christianity so that's one thing that i also um disagreed with and something that we learned and also something that um the bible also says that not all who say lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven because a few people actually can get into the kingdom of heaven so some who actually call themselves christians and think that they actually qualify to go to heaven and then they find out oops nope you're not part of the kingdom of god because jesus said you'd rather have people be um say lukewarm there you rather have people either hot nor cold and not lukewarm because he wants to know which side you're on but even if you're lukewarm he still knows which side you're on so yeah there's one thing that we learned and also that we're not supposed to be too religious right we should not be extremely religious or too unholy right we're supposed to be in the be in in the middle we're not supposed to be religious people we're supposed to be learning what jesus taught us moving in the perfection of jesus right so yeah live following the example of jesus christ that will that's what we learned last week right as the definition of christianity so this week we're going to be talking about the definition of a christian what is a christian who is a christian why is a christian like i said i'm going to be cracking a lot of really bad jokes and if you laugh at them you have a really really unusual sense of humor just me so that means you are rare and you're precious everyone is precious and rare so yeah um i hope for those that were not there last week you have caught up but i'll still advise you to go and listen to the full episode from last week so that you have an understanding of what was spoken because a lot of things are said there in depth more than i said here because i left out quite a lot of information so yeah basically that is what um, we talked about yesterday so this week we're going to be talking about the definition of being a christian what is it why are you christian and what should you do what does god expect of you right and we're gonna have a definition again coming from the world and we're gonna have a definition coming from the bible and you know as a christian 
the definition, the true definition, the one and the only true definition comes from the Bible and not from the world. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing today. So stay tuned in and we will talk about the definition of a Christian in the next segment. See you there. Welcome back guys to Young and Saved. So um, like I said earlier on, today we're going to be defining what a Christian is in accordance to the world and also in accordance to the Bible. So as you know, last week we had two definitions, one coming from the world and one coming from the Bible. And this is how it's going to be in um, Young and Saved. We're going to compare as to what people say or how everyone else views Christianity and we're going to compare as to what the Bible says and what Jesus says and what God says. So this is how it's going to work, right? So the reason for this is because we look at it in both ways because we're not saying that um, Wikipedia is wrong, right? It can have some facts, but it can also be wrong. So we're just going to look at it and then we're going to evaluate it. But then we're not going to disqualify what is said by the Bible because the Bible is 100% correct, whether they like it or not. So this is how it's going to work. So um, like last week, we had um, two sources of information, which were Britannica and Wikipedia. So um, today we only have one source of information, which is Wikipedia because um britannica doesn't really touch much on what a christian is or what christians are because um it's all compiled in the definition of christianity so it would be hard for you to understand it and as for me like i shared last week that i'm still new to this and it's also an educational journey for me so it would be hard for me to actually understand or pick out some information from it i'm still learning how to do so so please bear with me and also please bear with me if i make any errors on this because yeah i actually do make a lot of errors like for example i have to record this so many times until i get it right so yeah you guys have to understand the struggle but yeah so um today we're going to define christianity from wikipedia and also from the bible so we only have two sources sources of information rather than one so on your own day i want you to come up with your own definition as to what a christian is i'm going to give you like maybe 10 seconds or something like that so i'll keep on speaking so right now you should be finding your own definition of what a christian is I hope you found one so um i'll get into the definition from wikipedia so um one thing that you guys should notice that today um wikipedia is going to be in plural because what is written here is in plural it's not um like singular in the sense that last week it was christianity not christianities so today is going to be christians not christian so yeah you can singularize it if you have to but i guess it's still the same thing but i'm just letting you guys know in case you get confused by something when we are now defining it so um this is the definition coming from wikipedia it says christians are people who follow or adhere to christianity a monotheistic abrahamic religion based on the life and teachings of jesus christ the words christ and christian derive from 
the Kion Greek title Christos, a translation of the biblical Hebrew term Mashiach. Right, so um, that is what um, Wikipedia says. Right, and then um, I think I'm gonna read like two more paragraphs. Yeah, we're gonna read two paragraphs because if we get into the other information that comes after that, then yeah, that will be going back to the definition of Christianity because it is now talking about how many people are Christians and everything. So um, we'll just focus on that. So um, the second paragraph says, I'll just read both of them. This is what they say. While there are a diverse inter- while there, there are diverse interpretations of Christianity which sometimes conflict, they are united in believing that Jesus has a unique significant is your that Jesus has a unique significance. The term Christian used as an adjective is descriptive of anything associated with Christianity or Christian churches, or in proverbial sense, all that is noble and good and Christ-like. It does not have the meaning of Christ or related or pertaining to Christ. Right. So, um, I know someone might be confused right now because i am sort of confused but yeah i'll still explain because i did understand it but not exactly so yeah so we'll start with the first paragraph the first paragraph basically repeats what the last definition of christianity was which is that we are people who believe in one god and we are in an abrahamic religion and it is based on the life of jesus christ so basically a christian as someone who believes in all that i just said and then um then this is like the theological stuff which says that the word christ and christian derive from the kion greek title christos right so um so i really don't know if now that jesus was given the title christ when he was walking on earth by the hebrews but i'm sure they gave him a name because um the biblical hebrew term is mashiach right and i just say that so it's basically so christ is a translation of mashiach and as we know english it's on its own is not a language of its own like it's combined of so many languages latin greek and all this so they just came up with one language from so many languages so we can say christ is an english word but it's it comes from the greek and it's christos right so this is not the definition of christian right so this is not the definition of christian but yeah this is what the word came from so um i can agree to that like yeah we are what uh, monotheistic and we do believe in one god and we do base our teachings on christ right so as you can see this is already going in line with scriptures like like i shared last week that um um that we are people who f- follow the example of christ so if we follow the example of christ so that also means that we do everything that christ did right that is good 
because Christ did all good things. So he never committed any sin. Like he's the only, only, only person to ever walk the earth. I'm saying person in the sense that he was a human when he was walking on earth. So he's the only person to ever walk the earth and never ever sin. Right. So while some can say he insulted people, well, he never really insulted them. But yeah, that is a topic for another day. But even if we can say he insulted people, he was in, in the right for doing that because he is God. So we cannot say it's a sin. Right. For us, it's a sin if we insult people using vulgar words. But I have never had um, any scripture that says that has Jesus cursing. So um, we cannot say that Jesus um was a sinner so yeah as a person is supposed to follow the example of christ and this is what wikipedia says a christian is right so um the second passage says that while there are many interpretations of what christianity is and what jesus taught and everything um we all believe that Jesus has a unique significance in this, right? And I disagree and agree with this. Yes, Jesus has a unique significance, but I cannot say he has a unique significance because he is the unique significance of that. Because if he is the foundation of this religion, we cannot say he is a unique significance or has a unique significance because he is basically this religion. So we cannot really go with what this website says but i also do agree that yeah he has a unique significance but he is he is the significance i hope i'm not confusing anyone so um the third um part it says the term christian used as an adjective as descriptive right so apparently this word is it doesn't really pertain to christ or say have the same meaning as christ so um i i sort of agree with this because um i haven't really done much research on this i hope i will on the next podcast or whenever i record something about this um i did hear um one of my teachers like a church saying that the word christianity isn't like the word christian on its own was actually an insult that we're given by pagans right so it's not really a term that was given to us as a proper name so i don't know how we came to take up that name but yeah it was basically an insult so to me this is ironic and also funny in the sense that the bible says god takes what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it for good and that's what he did with this word and now people use this word to define themselves as good people like some when people come to you and ask you what are you i'm a christian you know people like okay there's a good person then others are like oh well this is a judgmental person but you know how the world works but yeah so um i agree to some of this but i also don't agree but then also it says um the word christian or the word christianity in a proverbial sense says that it's all it is all that is noble and good so and christ-like so if you are a christian you're supposed to be noble you're supposed to be a good person and you're supposed to be christ-like and this is the same thing that jesus christ taught us right and let's remember from last week that um, we learned that as christians jesus never changes and we should not just move with whatever the the world says or what other people tell us or 
just find um, a middle ground between good and evil because there isn't right so you should not misunderstand the word good just because you commit such and such a sin doesn't mean you are actually a good person right because if you keep committing a sin and you don't repent of that sin then you're not a good person right and we have all sinned i'm not judging anyone we have all sinned i have my fair share of sins just like everyone else so yeah um i also agree with this so this is what the word christian as well means like you're a noble person you're a good person and you're christ-like so if you are if you call yourself a christian you should have this attributes so if you find yourself doing bad things like committing sin and sinning is going against god's word what he taught right and god's word is the bible so if you find yourself going against this then you yourself are not a good person so that means you're not christ-like and that also means you're not noble so that means you're not a christian but then um if you're born again yes you're a christian but if you haven't been baptized i'd suggest that you get baptized um i know with covid right now you don't have the chance to get baptized but remember someone got saved while they were on the cross with jesus without baptism so you can also get saved during this time so you can just um accept jesus as your personal lord and savior and you can be born again and then baptism will come afterwards whenever you get the opportunity to be baptized but i'll tell you if you become born again i really suggest you get baptized it's just like um signing on a document like you know we can make a verbal agreement but then you'd have to go and sign that document so basically getting baptized and signing the document so um i agree with this and i also don't agree with some of the things like yeah so um that is the definition of a christian in accordance to wikipedia so it doesn't really have much information but at least it gave us something that we could use compared to britannica which has left us hanging so to on the next um segment we're going to be discussing um the definition of christianity in accordance to the bible so i'll see you there all right welcome back guys so now we're going to get into the definition coming from the bible so we i have a few scriptures with me today again and i'm gonna read some of them in pairs and i'm gonna read some of them in singular form so for those of you that are new i just want to specify that when i refer to the word scriptures i don't just mean one verse it could be maybe two verses coming from the same chapter following each other like for example today we have ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 that is a scripture right because i read it as one and not separately so that's why i say scripture but they're two different verses so that's one thing you should understand understand so um we're gonna get into the definition of christianity in accordance to the bible because remember last week for those of you that were there we learned that christianity is the, the life of jesus christ coming from the bible and john 14 so today we're gonna have a definition as well of a christian coming from the bible so um the first scriptures um by the way the scriptures are not meant to be judgmental scripture is never judgmental it just rebukes sin so if you find yourself being mentioned amongst some of the scriptures you have to evaluate yourself and change yourself for the better 
I also came across the scriptures when I was still growing in faith like I wasn't as strong as I am today and when I was coming across some of the scriptures it was really hard for me to accept them but I came to accept that some of the things I was doing were really bad like trust me I've done really bad things and I'm sure you have too and you are probably doing some of the things and some of you have overcome those things so you can relate to some of the scriptures that are going to be shared today so the first scripture is very basic it's romans 3 verse 23 it says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god english standard version so last week we're reading from the nlt which is the newly new living translation today we're reading from the esv which is the english standard version all the verses are in esv so this one is very easy we all know the scripture i'm sure most people have read the scripture as a memory verse in sunday school or something so um the this basically lets us know that we are all sinners right we have all committed a, a, a sin we are still committing sins we will carry on committing sins as long as we are the, in the flesh so that's one thing we should understand for all have fallen short of the glory of God and all have sinned. So whether someone is a Christian or they aren't a Christian, we have all sinned. And no one has the right to claim themselves perfect except God. Right? So if we carry on and we read Roman, uh, John 3 verse 3, it says, Jesus answered him, Truly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So um, a Christian is someone who was a sinner. And now is born again and here's what jesus said like you have to be born again for you to see the kingdom of god like we remember from last week in matthew 7 21 jesus said not all who say lord lord shall enter the kingdom of god so you really have to be born again and accept your sinful nature and leave the past and leave that sinful nature for a clean nature right you have to be a sinless person it's achievable but then we choose to limit ourselves right because if god expects us to live a sinless life that means it is a possibility so never use excuses that um because i'm doing this um it's because i'm a sinful person so i'll always say no god if god expects us to be sinless then that means it is a possibility for us to be sinless i myself never used to believe that and now when i look at myself back then and i look at myself now i i realize that some of the things that i did i could have avoided and that um right now i am actually able to spend maybe i can say 80 percent of my day clean of sin like any form and before that i can tell you i could spend like 10 percent of my day clean so that was really bad but now it's better so if i can move to that stage then it's very possible that i can move to a better stage which is a hundred percent and all of us can move to the stage you can move to that stage anyone can move to the stage i know people like comparing like um they say um this is an example that most evangelists use for people that do not really believe in repentance right um others say um maybe a serial killer can be for not a serial killer let me look for a better example maybe a thief someone who gets into a shop and steals maybe um a few groceries and then they leave 
and then they go to court and then the judge understands that this person stole because they're poor and then the judge can say you know what you're forgiven instead of punishing the person god punishes us for our sins but the judge will say you know what? no you're forgiven because ah you're in a tough situation and that's how we, we live our lives and say ah i did this out of desperation so i had to do this i had to sin but then we're not supposed to do that right but then there is another guy hitler hitler killed like six million people in the holocaust and everything i don't know much about the holocaust but i do know that he was involved in killing jews god's chosen people so if he was involved in such right does he deserve forgiveness yes he does if hitler was alive and he said not today i repent of my sins i'm a born again christian he can be a born again christian so as you because all sins are the same yes there are sins that have god has his way of valuing sin but we should understand that all sins are the same and no one can out sin god so yeah we have all sinned and if we cannot truly say you know what i am a born again christian we'll never enter the kingdom of god Right. It's not just by doing, you also have to put in work, you also have to read the Bible, you also have to praise and worship God, you have to keep your mind clean, your body clean, your heart clean, and that is the only way. Right? There's more things that I did not mention, but yeah, that's just the basics. Right. So um then there is Ephesians two verse eight to nine it says for by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing it is the gift of god not a result of works so that no one may boast right um we live in a world where people say you know what um if i do good i have a chance of being a good person in society um i'm considered a, a good person but then uh, is it okay for me to say you know what i'm a, i go to church every sunday i give to the community i take care of everyone but then i slap my wife i don't have a wife i'm only 19 so yeah i i'm not married but you get what i'm saying this is just an example i slap my wife but then I give so much to the community. Does that make me a really good person? No, it doesn't because you don't see what I'm doing in the background. So just as uh, as we are like, we do sins in the background and we do good in the out in the outground, I guess, or in the front ground. I really don't know the term. I just went with the flow, but yeah, if you um do sins in private and then you do public good things does that make you a good person no it doesn't right so um you should not say because i do good i have a chance to get into heaven so this is the same thing right and we have been saved by grace and grace came with jesus christ if you read the old testament the old testament is the law of moses it's not the law of christ right the law of christ is grace with the law of moses it was if you sin you have to make a sacrificial offering you have to do this and this and this here we just pray and we repent and we don't go back to the same thing so we have been given an opportunity people had to make huge sacrifices for them to for, to be forgiven so i guess at the time it was also a really really difficult thing to see to do like to sin if you wanted to look at a woman last for libra i had to think twice like right now owns let me not use slang but like guys can walk on the road and they can look at any girl at any given time but if we really look at that Bible, at the time of the Old Testament, like, I'm not just, I'm not saying that 
that was the case but i'm just saying like maybe it was like it wouldn't be easy for you to just look at someone last week you had, you had to think twice because you knew god would know and you'd have to go and make a plan for you to be forgiven so we've been given grace it is not because of our works it's not because of the things that we've done it is about jesus right this is the law of jesus so grace is what saves us and what gets us into the kingdom of god so a christian is someone who is saved by grace a christian is someone who accepts that they are a sinner and someone who accepts that they you cannot do they cannot get themselves into heaven except through jesus for if we go back to the scriptures from last week you remember that jesus is the way the truth and the life so if you accept that jesus is the way the truth and the life then you are a christian yourself well some people can say i accept that but i do not believe in him but i you get what i'm saying please do not misquote me and then um you also have to be really born again like jesus said truly truly i say to you unless one is born again truly truly so you have to know that truly understand the word truth do some research on that word and what it means as a christian and then um other another scripture that we have today is john james 4 verse 4 which says you are doubt adulterous people do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with is enmity with god therefore whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself the enemy of god and then um revelation 3 verse 15 to 16 says i know your works you are neither cold nor hot i wish you were either cold or hot so because you are lukewarm neither cold nor hot i will spit you out of my mouth this was jesus right in james obviously does james right so um uh okay i know some people will be confused by that um jesus is the one who spoke in revelations yes is the one who spoke in revelations he came to join in a vision so i don't know if it was really in a vision i've read the book of revelations but then i still haven't understood some of the things that, that are written there but if it was in the vision yeah but if it was in the flesh like not in the flesh flesh but like they met well still the same thing so jesus is the one who says these things and john is the one who wrote them the same way that all the other things that are said in the bible by jesus were also written by other people so um as christians are not people of this world right we were born into this world we're all born sinners and we've we, we were forgiven and were cleansed of our sins and were made new people before christ and god i'm sorry to drink some water so um if we are people that are saved by grace people know that we're born again and we're not not sinful people then we're not supposed to be people of this world. We're not supposed to be attached. Do you have things that you choose not to let go of? Like maybe friends. That you say, you know what? If I let go of these friends, who will I befriend? I was in that situation myself. And trust me, I had a lot of friends before I, be, I, I changed to be a Christian. Now that I'm a Christian, I have a few friends. Like I really do. I don't have a lot of friends. And it's not really the nicest thing. But then, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting more and more friends by the day that are christian and that understand the word of god and accept the truth so 
um as people we should not be greedy people or be possessive of the things that we have on earth because god says uh, through james in james 4 verse 4 you adulterous people do you know that the fr- friendship with the world is enmity so we have friendships right like i just shared we have um positions like for example this podcast is coming to you through meme culture 4 which is a page that i run right i own that page but then i do not let it control me to the extent that if god was to say daniel i need you to let go of meme culture and you know it would it, it would be something now i say no 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 i don't want but then i've come to a realization that god doesn't want me to be that kind of person this is what he says we should not hold on to the things of this world because if you can hold on to something that will perish what's the use just like your flesh your flesh will perish but your spirit will never perish unless god puts it in sheol sheol equals hell so um Sheol is hell, in case you misunderstood the word equals. So, um, as Christians, we're not supposed to be people who are attached to the world. We're supposed to be people who are attached to God. If you attach yourself to people who smoke, people who drink, people who fornicate, people who practice all kinds of sexual sins, people who do not accept God or blasphemy against God, then you are a lukewarm Christian, just like Jesus said, you are a cold person. So for those of you that are confused, cold means you are far away from God. Hot means you are on fire for the for God through the Holy Spirit. So uh, even without the Holy Spirit, not, not that we're disqualifying the Holy Spirit. I'm just saying don't just use it through the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah, with the Holy Spirit and you're on fire, right, With for God. So when you're on fire for God, then you are a good you're a Christian, you're a really good person. You qualify to be part of the Church of Philadelphia, which was written before this one. If you read in Revelations chapter 3, you'll see the Church of Philadelphia and the Church of Laodicea, which is the lukewarm church, which is usually, they are usually compared to each other. So we are not supposed to be people that are attached to things that we can let go of, right? So if you find yourself having any of the friends that I just mentioned or any kind of situations like that, you should let go of them. For example, I had a friend who was so um, perverse that he would look at females in a really disrespectful manner. And for me, that bothered me. So I let go of that friend and I moved on for for the better. So that's the same way we're supposed to be. Right? We're supposed to let go of that and we're supposed to become better people for Christ. Right. And when we become better people for Christ, then we are changed. So do not keep yourself attached to people. Do not listen to music that imp- that is impure. I don't listen to pop music these days. Like I stay away from a lot of popular music. I'm very specific. I listen to African music these days. I listen to certain artists and I can stick to one song for a whole week. And then I switch up to the next week. I don't listen to multiple songs these days so that I keep my mind focused because if you getting a lot of music into your mind it will confuse you we'll talk about music later on but yeah for now we're talking about this so that's how we're supposed to be do not have people that will lead you away from god understand the word of god like i did say in the beginning of this segment if anything that i mentioned here relates to you and you're still doing it let go of it that is bad of course and if it's good then keep it but do not confuse good and bad just like the word says do not be someone who says, you know, I'm a good person. I can mix good and evil. Don't do that. Let go of it. So um, the last scripture for today will be Second Corinthians 5 verse 17. 
which says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has come. So with all this, this scripture is basically the conclusion of the definition of a Christian. So if a Christian is someone who has let go of the things of the world, you're not someone who is um, preoccupied with everything that you have, your possessions, your friendships, your family and everything. You have to let go of the bad things, right? And uh, there are things like family that you have to change. Like if you see something wrong happening in your family, pray to God that he helps you to change those things and you have a better family. So I hope this helped you understand the definition of a Christian and what it means to be Christian. And I will see you next week. And next week, we're going to be defining how to be a Christian. So it's not going to be a definition like the past two episodes. So um, it's just going to be um, how to live as a Christian. Just the key things you need to do and practice. So next week, we're not going to have things coming from Wikipedia or any source of the internet. We're just going to base it on scripture. I hope this blessed you and I hope you enjoyed it. And by the way, this podcast uh, today was in partnership with Let Us Sing. And today we're going to have a song coming from a guy called Kevin. I'm really sorry, a guy called Kevin. He sings really nice music and I had some of his music this week. And I'm going to drop a song. And you can follow him on Instagram. I'm going to leave the handles on my page. You can check on the stories. And I think I'll post something on my feed, which is Meme Culture 4. You can check on Meme Culture 4 because right now Young and Saved is operating under that page. So I'll see you next week. And okay, I think I forgot something. Like I said, I'm still new to this. But um, Let Us Sing is a page as well that was started by a friend of mine called Dorothy Chipo. She is a singer as well. So she promotes music. So she's the one who has brought this beautiful song to you guys. I hope it inspires you. And it's in English and in vernacular. It's called Bambelela, meaning hold on for those that don't understand. So, yeah, I really hope it helps you. And if you have any information or any questions, and if you're part of the WhatsApp group, you can join. If you're not part of the WhatsApp group, please join through the main culture group and then send me a DM and I'll get back to you and add you to the group. Or you can just click the link that is in the group description. Um, I'll see you next week and enjoy the song. When troubles of life are holding you down You try to reach out but they're pulling you back But the Lord is standing right next to you Saying come to me, I can rescue you It's all about the faith and everything I've said So don't you be afraid I can hear you call oh, oh, oh. I can hear you call So sometimes you've prayed, yeah And there's no response Sometimes you think I've given up But the voice of truth keeps on telling you Bambalela 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 Bumtanta so Bambelela, 
joy nobody can take away Believing is what have faith in him He'll finish what he starts But you gotta run the race It's not about the pace Just fix your gaze on his face Even if you fall Yeah.